Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Talik. Before this episode starts, I want to say, put out there a trigger warning. Um, today I have a special guest, I'm not going to say his name, but um, this person is a former sexual abuser and we're just going to have a conversation. Um, welcome, welcome. How are you today? Wonderful. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um before we get to these questions, I'm gonna ask this one question that I ask all my guests that come on come on my show. How is your mental health today? Oh, it it is it is it, it is. I'm a, I'm a, I'm in a good I'm in a good space. Yeah, yeah my mental state is really good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So I'm gonna get into these questions. Um, a question for you. Um, what was your childhood like? It was a pretty good childhood, um, kind of strict. You know, I grew up, I grew up in church, Pentecostal. So it was really, really, really strict. My dad was a really strict man. And, and abusive at times too. Yeah, you know, yeah. it would probably would put him in jail if it was today. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um next question. Um was there um any sexual abuse on any level that you experienced growing up? No, no, no sexual abuse, but a lot of, um, you know, cause we grew up in the churches once, once pornography and that stuff started coming in, that's when it got bad, but no, no sexual abuse, okay. physical abuse, but no sexual abuse. Um, my next question for you, um, is at what age, did you do you remember becoming an abuser? At what age? Yes. N no age. Um, when when I when the thing that happened to me when I got my case, it was when I was I was thirty eight years old mm -hmm. when, I, when I started acting. Uh, again, no prior, you know, nothing prior before that. So. Yeah, I was thirty. I'm I'm fifty six now. So at thirty eight years old, is when I acted out. You know, whatever I, you know, the things that I was doing. Okay. Yes, yeah, um, so I, I, I had no prior victims or nothing like that. I never, you know. Yeah. That's that's good. Um, if you said at the age of thirty eight is when that happened, um, would you mind telling us um how old? The person was, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Yep, the person was 13, 13 years old. Thirteen, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, my next question for you is, why did this happen to this thirteen-year-old? Like, what made you like, you know, do that? Well, one of the things was like, I, I, I remember always. Like I said, leading up to really getting hooked on pornography, yeah. and really and, and really um, seeing women as, as as an object, mm -hmm. and you know, now I didn't know this at the time, 
that I was busy grooming someone, you know. I, I learned that later on when I was taking these classes. Yeah. That through all that pornography and cheating and all that, that I was just justifying women's and women's objects. And I saw this this young, this, this little girl is the same way. It's something that I could manipulate. Yeah. With, with all this stuff that I was, that I would say, I, I was so much into it. It was just like, I couldn't see outside of that. Yeah. Um, whatever, whatever happened to the young 13 year old girl, did you like ever apologize or anything? Yes. Yeah. So I did, I did get a chance to make a, a amends to, to, to the person, um, you know, as an adult, not, you know, I remember at first you can't, you can't have contacts with, with yeah. your and stuff like that. So later on, I was able to not me, but talk on the phone and really, and really, you know, share my heart and, and um, you know, and then we get into, you know, what God has done for me and all that. But yeah. to make amends and I was forgiven and thank God by the grace of God that um, she's doing really good today and has a child and a family. And, and you know, thank God, like, again, I don't know the effects, you know, because, you know, when you look back and, you, you know, the effects of what, what all that happened to the person. So, you know, I don't know the details of that. You yeah. know, we, we're always talking about mental mental issues and all that that comes out of that, all the trauma. Yeah. Um, next question. Um, well, the 13-year-old girl, was that somebody, like, that you knew, a part of the, like, family? Like, how yeah. was that? You know, how yeah, someone that, that I knew, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, again, le learning all this stuff, you know, mostly all the time that this stuff happens is someone that we know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next question is, you know, how can I put this question? Like, straight. Why, uh, why, <laughs> if you know, why put someone through the sexual abuse? You know, why? Well, it's it's not why put someone through sexual abuse. Is um, what state of mind is 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 is, is the sex offender in? Like me, I was just like, I was just trying to get minds. I was not worrying about putting anybody through anything I would just you know like um, f um in other words like feeding feeding myself with that hunger of sex and yeah just want to get mine you know I'm, I'm thinking about me I'm not thinking about why I'm putting this person through that now when I look at it it's like you know it's, it's a little different now looking at it now but at that time it was just like I couldn't see I couldn't see outside of that yeah I couldn't see outside of that at all but the, um this sexual abuse like was it like a one-time thing, or did it happen multiple times? What do you mean, like other cases, or no, 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 just with the same person that you know? Yeah, um... it, it happened like a uh, like a three months, like a three month stretch. Okay. Yeah, not every day, but like you know, like a three month stretch, like maybe other week, every other three days, two days, you know, like that. Yeah, and like my next question for you is like, was there ever a time that you wanted to stop the abuse? Like, did you like? Think about this mentally like hey i want to stop like yeah every time like because one of the things like i was saying in the beginning i grew up in the church so i yeah. for some reason i knew that what i was doing was wrong but um you know you hear this a lot and you can kind of compare it um when it comes to alcoholics or any other addiction you know that it's wrong and you want to stop it but you can't yeah like 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 your flesh you know your mind's the same one thing but you know you acting out a different way you know yeah 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 um my next question for you um 
is um can I see it? Let me see. You know, you said that you know it happened over three month time. So what's key? I know you we had a conversation, you know, guys, um, just to let you guys know, we and this person had a conversation before prior to taping, and um, you know, he said that you were incarcerated for it. So like what like you tell me like what happened, like you know, I know you was incarcerated, but like what happened? How did you get court? You know, like what did you, you know, go through, you know, when you was getting incarcerated? Well, how 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 did I how did I wind up in jail? Yeah, how did you get caught? Oh yeah, well, um, again the victim got tired and finally um, and, and um, opened up to you know to other adults, and they was the ones that um reported me. And you know, once I knew that I was um, you know, I was I was found out that um I turned myself in. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Man, it was it was a big weight holding us. It, it was like the shame, guilt, and condemnation of it. Yeah, you know, it was like a relief once 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 I would find out it was like a relief to me. I was happy, believe it or not, I was so happy to be caught that I took myself to the police station, um, the sex offenders unit, and I turned myself in. Wow! And told them that I did it. I didn't go to I didn't go through no trial or nothing. I went right straight and listen. I'm guilty of this. Yeah. Yeah, I listened. It was such a relief. Um, that's that's um, that's dope because um, that is um, sexual abusers. They won't admit that. You know, they're trying to hide it and just keep continuing going on and on and denying, denying and stuff like that. I know some people that have, you know, my own. You know, I was sexually abused by two of my male cousins and stuff like that. You know, that fucked me up because I didn't start dealing with that. I held that in as a child. And I didn't talk about it until I got to like the age. I told a couple of people, but I didn't really start talking about it until like 26, 27. I'm 32 now, you know. Um, and like a lot of people don't, you know, you I confronted my abusers, you know, on you know, on Facebook, wrote them, and one of them said they didn't remember, other one remember, and you know, mm. some people deny it, some people don't, you know, the fact that, you know. I can commend you for, you know, turning yourself in. You know you did something wrong and, you know, um, you turned yourself in. Yes. And, 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 I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I thank God for that today because it's like, like you said, you know, the majority of these cases is like, you don't know for years later on, you know, and that's when all that, I, I think that's when mostly all the trauma comes in that, you know? Like yeah. You, said, you know, people holding it in and not really saying nothing. But um, this is a three-month stretch still, you know, it's still, it's still a, you know, I can imagine how it affected my victim, you know? But yeah. I, I know for me, once once I got caught, oh my goodness, I was like, it was like a weight off my shoulders. I was like, I can't keep living like that. You know, it's that cycle that they that they teach us, you know, that, that yeah. cycle. I don't know if you ever heard of it. They teach you the offensive cycle, right? The offensive yeah. cycle they teach you in these groups that we that, that we go to is that you do it, you you know, you do it, you 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 know, you feel happy that you're doing it, and then once yeah. you do it. Once you get your gratification, then you do it. And then here come the guilt and the shame. I'm saying for me, it happened like that. Same, the same way the cycle they was teaching me. I would do it, I feel good. And then once I do it, I feel bad, bad, bad. And then once I give it a little bit of time and I feel good again, here I go again. Yeah. It's going around in a circle. Yeah. Um, my next question for you is like, what came over you in the process when you was um, committing this sexual you know, abusive act on a 13-year-old. What 
Like, what came over you? I don't. I don't understand the question. Like, you know how you said that you uh, just watch a pornography. Like, what made you like do that to a thirteen-year-old? You know. Well, I, I don't. I don't think it's, it's what made me do it to a thirteen-year-old. It's, um, it's, 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 it's not what made me do it to a thirteen-year-old. It's what made, what made me, you know, gets you know my self gratification. Yeah. You know, it's about it's, it's about it's, it's about satisfying yourself. You know, when you, when you you know again, I thank God yeah. for me going to jail and learning these things now, and I see it now that I was just satisfying myself. It was not. It was not. It was, it was really not the age thing. I'm, I was not looking like, wow, I'm doing this to a 13 year old girl. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm doing this to a to a to a girl or to you know to me it was like a as long as she had breasts and she looked like more mature, I'm just getting I'm just getting my rocks off. Yeah. I'm satisfying me. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Um. My next question for you is, um, was well. You already answered it. I was gonna say, was there any satisfaction out of doing it? But you said you were just getting um, your rocks off. Um, my next question for you: um, Like, how did you feel afterwards after getting, you know, court and everything? And then you say you turned yourself in and you told me what you did. But like, how did you feel afterwards? You know, getting incarcerated. Man, it was it was it was an eye opener. Um, you know. Um... You know, it's it's hard going. It, 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 I, I, um, maybe you might know about this, but for a person getting incarcerated for a sex crime, yeah, it's it's tough going to jail. You know, because the majority of men in there, they're not in there for sex crime. The majority of them are for killing people, selling drugs, and other stuff like that. And for some reason, a sex offender is looked down upon more than a person that murdered somebody. Yeah, you know. And, you know, I started doing some research and then I noticed that we have the less, you know, you know, doing a crime again and going back to jail than any other crime. I don't know if you know that. You know no, what I'm saying? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sex offenders has yeah. the, the least crimes of going back to jail than a person that's a murderer and a drug dealer. And then yeah. the other crime, a person that, that's doing phony checks. Yeah, look, look into that. Yeah, we have the less, you know, going back into jail. And I was like, but, you're, you're, you know, it's like a taboo. You don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody else, you know what I'm saying? It's against you right from the rip. So that's why it's not good to tell people what you're in there for. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're in a, you're in a survival move when you're going in. I didn't know that at the first, at first, you know, I started like, oh, oh I had to learn that. Like, you know, yeah. I, had to, I had to keep to myself and you just can't, you know, the first thing people want to ask you is what you're in here for. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and you're, you're in survival mode now because, you know, I know, there's many cases where men are being killed because of, of being sex offenders in jail. Yeah. Um, I like violence is never okay. Right. Sexual abuse is never okay. And like, I wrestle with this because like, you know, like when guys go to jail for, um, you know, committing sexual abuse on, you know, minors or whatever. Um, I can understand why they get a hard rep. You know, I can understand um, why, because, um, you know, people think of their child, you know, or their niece or their, you know, nephew or whatever like that. Yeah. I got there, even though then I can also stand by saying, you know, I'm not God. You know, I cannot judge nobody because like all the stuff that I have done in my life, you know, um, God has always forgiven me and stuff like that. So, you know, as a, you know, 
a Christian as somebody that believes in God and stuff like that. Like I, I can get both for like God forgives, but I can also think like, you know, why it's looked at, you know, when people go to jail, why it's so bad and stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be much of you. Cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like you, you know, it's, it's never good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do anything. But like, you know, you, you said something really profound. You say like, they, they look at it like you do it, you're doing it to their niece or their sister or something like that. But then you flip it the other way and you'd be like, you just killed somebody's niece and nephew. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like it's it's like a it's like a, a a double standard on it. Like you just kill somebody that you that they never see again, and here you are pointing the finger at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I, I don't get I don't I don't I don't I don't get it I don't get it in that area there. You know I I I, I get the whole you know, that we should not do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I don't get the you know when it comes from another person that 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 kills somebody. Yeah. That's that's the point I don't get from a person. You just kill somebody's family member, and here you are. You know, pointing the finger at me for real, like you know, we both here in jail. I'm saying the 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 hypocrisy of it is that we yeah. both sitting in jail. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? We're both sitting in jail, wearing the same clothes, eating the same food. You know? Yeah. 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 But I, I had to learn. I had to learn from that. Like you know, it's a taboo thing. They look at it way different. You know, it's it's hold to a higher standard. You know, when you abuse somebody's loved one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, today I know. You know what I'm saying? Today I definitely know. Yeah. Um, my next question for you, um, um let me how I'm put this. Um you know, you know, you said that you know you were wrong and everything. Um looking back, do you feel like um how can I say this? Do you feel like you know, like do you now do you feel like, you know, wow, like I robbed a child of their innocence, like you know. Yeah, correct. Uh, mm-hmm. Say it again. I'm sorry. Yes. No. You're correct about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a good question. Yeah. I, yeah. Now looking back now, yes, definitely I do. I like. Wow. Uh, it's no longer me thinking now. Um. You know, one of the things that helped me, people need to understand that I was incarcerated for ten years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, um. When you're in there, you must go through the programs, and many men go through these programs, and they're like a year long, two years long. Yeah. No, my answer was like a year and three months, or it, it was over a year. I know that like three years, three months, four months, and um, either you're gonna learn from either you're gonna you're gonna learn from 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 what happened or you're not. And you know, I was one of those guys that says, "Hey, I don't wanna I don't wanna have any more victims when I get out of here." Yeah. I don't wanna find myself in this situation ever again. And um, looking back, I'm like, you know, one of the things that they teach you is get your eyes off yourself and let's look at the victim that you hurt. You know, yeah. you, the innocence of this child, you know, how are they going to live? What are they going to go through? And and we looked at it from the perspective of the victim, you know, not not us, you know. And, man, and I learned yeah. so much that, yeah, I did a lot of damage to this person, you know. Yeah. And you, and you said you, like, apologize and everything, right? Like, um, was that victim, like, accepting of the apology? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, people are not accepting to it. They'll, you know, apologize. Yeah, they definitely. A lot of people are not, but some people are. Was they accepted to your apology? Yeah. Well, one of the things I want people to know is that the you know the person the the young lady you know she's a grown woman now she's she's like I want you to know that I do for because she's a Christian herself. Yeah. You no, know, you know one of the things that people need to know that this this can only happen through God. God yeah. is the only one can that can make a person say, especially after you abuse them years years prior, to say, hey, I want you to know. 
truly, I truly forgive you. That can't, you know, I, I don't, I don't, the only cases that I've seen that happen is people that truly love, you know, that love God and really, really seeking the things of God. And that's what changed me when I was in jail. I have to get, you know, in connection with my spirituality and know like, man, I was not brought up to do these things. You know, I was not brought up to be molesting anyone, yeah. you know, taking it, like you say, taking the innocence away. And, you know, who knows what she went through at the 13 years old, you know, you know, she didn't, she didn't go into detail. I never asked her because she didn't go into details, you know, you know, I don't, I don't want it to um, open up those wounds again, but, you know, just talking to her about um, my, my, um, my rehab and what I'm going through and how I'm doing in group and, you know, you know, all those things that I went through because I couldn't talk to her after I finished my time, you know, and letting her know, you know, I got help. I'm doing good. And this is what I went through. And I went, you know, and I started apologizing and man, she just came out and said, you know, um, God brought us together at this time. And I just want you to know that I, you know, I truly forgive, you know, you're forgiven. Yeah. And man, what a relief that was, right. You know, you know, just to hear that. Yeah. You know? That's, um, that's good. Um, my next question for you is, it's like um, a two-part question. Um, um, it's, yeah, it's part of a two-part question. Do you still get any urges? No, no, not urges to to molest a child or like that. But I, I yeah. still have to be mindful because um, I was addicted to pornography for many years. Yeah. So one of one of the things is that I'm married today, and um, uh, my wife put blocks on my computer, on my phones, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm really mindful of, of, of what I'm trying to put through my eye gates and through my ear gates. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you know I have these things in places now where. Yes, I could be easily triggered, you know, and be yeah. like, um, no, 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 I should not be watching that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then not only that, not only those those devices that I put in place, but people around me, the people that I surround myself with, you know, it they hold me accountable, you know. Yeah. You know, I hold myself accountable. I, you know, um as we go on, you know, I I tell you about, you know, while we was in there, you know, I, I met one of my friends and now we have a ministry today that we other people outside of here you know yeah yeah um this is the friend i know i'm not gonna say his name either but this yeah. is the friend i talk about you guys um the friend he's talking about is uh the friend i know and he is a sexual abuse survivor and the person i'm talking to right now is a former sexual abuser and i'm two together isn't, that, some, isn't, huh? that, isn't that something uh Somebody that was sexually abused with somebody yeah. with, a, with an offender, your know, ex-offender, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we have a ministry together. God is only God could do these things. These things. Yeah. That's, that's I, I um, my next question for you, right? You said, um, you know, you mentioned your wife. You know, um, you know, how was that explaining, you know, to her like what you was incarcerated for, and like, like how was that? Well, this is my second marriage. My first marriage, my wife divorced me. Okay. That happened. But the, the beautiful thing about it, when I came out of jail, because, you know, um, one thing that I learned, again, uh, my mind was renewed. Like, like, you know, I don't have those thoughts no more. Thank God. But, um, you know, studying the word of God and really getting to the word of God. And God always, through his word, he always told me to be transparent. Yeah. And it was so easy for me. Um, like right now, that's why when you ask me questions, I say, no, no sugar. Give me the question straight out. Cause yeah. God, God wants me to do it. And um, when I met my wife, now, now notice this two, 
two days of meeting my wife, two days, maybe one day mm-hmm. probably, um, be, before she became my wife, I said, here's my case. I gave her the whole case. And if you want to be with me, call me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I gave her my whole case file. Here's my case file. This is what I would like to for before this gets serious. Cause she was, a, she was a Christian. She, I mean, she is a Christian. And I said, here's my case file. And if you want to have a relationship with me, we can have a relationship. She read my whole case file and said, you know, she took some time. She took a little while. And, I, and then she came back and said, all right, I took it before God. And let's, oh, wow. let's move forward. Yes. You know, I, I served 10 years. Yeah. You know, I did my time. I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't come out the same man. I didn't come out with the same urges and cravings to go molest any, anyone, yeah. let alone a child. You know, yeah, and man, and 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 I'm and and I thank God that she saw that in me. You know, she's you know, like you said, if you if you know, no, no one should be able to ask you, are you a Christian? They should be able to see it. Yeah, for Christ, if you're living for God, people know something different about you. Yeah, they see, see it on you. They'd be like, something's definitely different about this person. I, you know, like when we, me and you first met, right? Yeah, I, I connected with you right away because I already know. I was like, wow, spirit connects with spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like um, the next question, do you have any kids? Yes, I have three. Okay. Um, what's the boy, how many, like, you know, boy, girl, girl, boy, like. I have two is... girls and one boy. Okay. So my next question for you, um, does any fear come in your heart that what you did to that 13 year old you know, girl may happen to your kids. Does that fear come to your heart? No, I don't. I don't have any. No, no fears. Okay. Yeah, no fears. You know, I I will understand the situation, but not you know understanding the situation doesn't mean that it's okay. Yeah. To 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 abuse somebody. No, you have to grow from these experiences. You yeah. Know, these trials and tribulations in life. You know, but but like, how do you like? How can I say this? You know, keep it real. How do you protect your children from someone who can probably was likely sexually groom them? Like, how do you protect them from you know something that you did? Like, how can you protect them from that? You know, well, my kid, my because kid. Parents, I feel like I'm not a parent, right? But I feel yeah. like all parents should be aware. I said this to my friends, you know, I said the family, you know, at that I got sexually groomed. I'm like, just don't try to put put nothing past nobody. Don't trust nobody and stuff like that. You know, anything can happen. Anything that you think that's not going to happen can happen. Like, so how do you like protect them from that? So I know exactly what you're asking me now. Thank, thank yeah. you for clarifying that. Yes, well, my kids are grown now, so they're grown folks. Um, but one of the things that that I want to tell parents is this. You know, and and you know, and one of our groups. You know, we have somebody shared um, that their um, niece was being um, molested by their by the by the next door yeah. neighbor you know don't let your don't let your children go into any, anybody's house that you especially if you don't know and if it's males over there if it's a girl and you know that it's boys over there yeah. or or it doesn't matter anymore now it, it really doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl that's that's staying over don't let your kids stay over people's house you know yeah and, and and again you can only protect people but you can only protect your children but so much right because if if they family usually the, usually it's family members that do a lot of um of this molesting stuff right and um, and abuse stuff believe it or not how do you know 
how do you know that when you leave your child over their uncle's house or they or they or their aunt house, they're not being molested? You don't know. You just have to again. Um, I thank God that I'm a Christian today. For those that are not Christians, man, I kind of feel sorry, but I know that I'm a Christian, and you have to just by faith, you know, believe yeah. that God will protect them because again, at the end of the day, you don't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But again, like you said, put things in place and and know who, who your children are staying with. Or, or yeah. you stay with them and protect them. You know what I'm saying? You just don't let your kids just go over anybody's house. You know, like like I said, this this person, this is a next door neighbors. You know, like you said, you know, you gave your testimony a little bit about your cousins. You know, yeah. And, and again, you can you can only put so much in place. You know, you you don't know when these things are going to happen. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, um, I always say prayer, man, and and don't let them go by themselves. You go with them. Don't let them yeah. stay in anybody's house. You know, be, be, be yeah, right. yeah. You, it, it's 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 a, it's a hard, it's hard, it's hard because you tr you trust Uncle Tom or whoever it is, right, or Auntie, right, to watch over your kids when you leave them over their house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't you don't expect them to abuse your children. But again, you can't you can't live life like that. If you live life like that, you you're going to put yourself in a box and man it's going to be hard you know to to you know trust trust is a very important issue and you know very important yeah. in life man that you have to be able to trust people and let people in and you know i, I guess you're gonna you're gonna raise your kids up yourself and never never let them come out the house you know so yeah. that's gonna be tough um my next question for you um did you get into therapy or you know like after all that happened, did you like seek out a therapist? Yes. No, yeah. Not only did I did therapy when I was incarcerated. Yeah. Now, mind you, I only have four and a half to 10. I did the whole 10 years, you know, for getting into a fight in jail. So I had to max out my whole 10 years, but I did the program. And then when I came out, um, I had to do another program for an, over another year again. So I already had a year, maybe four months in jail. And then I did another year and and maybe three months out here again another four months so i did that and i also had a um uh one-on-one therapist yeah yes that i that i that i want myself yes so yeah so I, I definitely i wanted to go the you know the whole nine yards because i was like no i don't want to i don't want to have another victim and yeah. you know we talked about it like you said we prior we talked to this and we we need to do the work yeah you know what I'm saying? Not, not, hey, this is for everyone. If anyone is listening, this is for everyone. This is not just for sex offenders. This is for everyone um, that's that's offending. You know, if, if you're offending, you have to put work in and, 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 and realize what are you doing? What, why do you continue doing this? And seek help. There is help out there. There's, there's a lot of groups that, and, and meetings that we can go to, you know, especially for sex offenders. The hard, the hard part is that, you know, that shame, guilt, and condemnation continue holding us back, and we don't, we don't want to open up to anyone. That's that's the hard part about that, you yeah. know. But there's help out there. I I know I got help when I came out. I did another yeah. year in three months. I don't know if you ever heard of TAP. No, I never heard of it. Okay, so people need to know about TAP. Um, that's down there on 12th, and I think it's race. I think it's race or vine. It's called TAP. I forgot what it stands for, but you know they help people with with, with stuff like this. Oh wow. T A P. T A P? 
Yeah, I forgot what it stands for. Um, let me see if I can look it up. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's called TAP. Yep. Yeah. Um, my next and final question for you, um, is um, like, what do you, where do you stand now? You know, you said talked about, you know, doing a work and everything. Like, where do you stand now? Say, um, say the question again. Like, where do you stand now? You talked about doing the work, you know, in the therapy and in, in prison and outside of prison, you know, being married and having a black on your phone and everything. Like, where do you stand now as the person you are today? Oh, man. Um, today, man, um, today, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, from, 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 from the world's perspective, I, I'm a success, man. Listen, um, God gave us a ministry called No Stones in Our Hands Ministries, where we help people with all types of addictions, um, yeah. to a, to a, through a stress, um, towards that process. Um, um, I'm a state examiner man for a CDL um, company, and I teach people how to drive these tractor trailers. And um, God gave me a wonderful wife, man, that's supportive and and really smart, and and, and really support me in my things, man. And really, you know, here here's the thing about my marriage my phone is always you know my phone is always open my computer is always open it's like it's hers so anything anytime she wants to check up to make sure i'm i'm good you know um the the guy that you know that that we know together you know you know yeah. we, we check up on each other um, um my mind's been renewed and and i just want to help other men and tell other people that it is possible yeah it is possible man um you know i've been redeemed you know, um, I know you know. The, I know you know the story of Ruth, but I've been redeemed, man. God purchased me, man. I've been redeemed, and and today I'm 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 here to tell other people, man. It is possible, but you have to put the work in. Um, one of the things that we say in our group is, you can go to all the group meetings you want. You can go to all the church meetings you want. That ain't gonna change you. Yes. Sitting in a group and sitting in church that doesn't change you. You gotta put the work in. You have to read your Bible. You have to read your you know read your stuff and. And really put it in you and walk this thing out, not only at home but among coworkers and and, and, and you know everybody that you that you that you want that you come across. You have to put the work in. You have to allow this stuff to really work. And um, man, if if anybody needs help, you know, look up No Stones in Our Hands Ministry. You know, I, I want to put that out there, man. We really we we got people in there, man, that that went through some stuff and are living, yeah. amen, free from it, free from it. You know, I, I'm a I'm a, I'm a walking testimony, man. I, ask me any question. You know, today I am free. No, no guilt and condemnation is gonna hold me to talk about this. You know, I don't feel guilty and ashamed and condemned. No, I'm free now. I'm I'm God. God said, use it now for for His glory, and that's what I'm doing. You know, there ain't no license for you to go around and, and abuse people and think it's okay. No, that's you know that's bad, and there's gonna be some consequences out of that. I, I served 10 years because of it, 10 years of my life, you know? But again, I didn't sit back and, oh, boo is me. No, no, I, I, I put the work in. And I'm free today, man, to tell you, um, Leek, um, I yeah. thank you, man, for us meeting, man. And anytime you want to talk, any questions you have or, or, or your listeners, you know, got questions and, hey, call that guy back up and ask him these questions anytime. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I want to say, um, anyone out there that's struggling, you know, I forgot to mention, I always mention this, any, like, you know, well as mental health, depression, whatever, you know, sexual abuse survivors, anybody that's struggling with, um, um, anybody struggling with any thoughts of suicide, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline is out there, you know, you don't have to struggle alone, the number is 988, there are different, you know, so many resources out there, um, RAIN, um, as a, you know, for sexual abuse survivors, um, just talk talk to somebody you know um yes like you don't have to suffer alone you know i know this stigma around mental health that we you know got to keep it to ourselves hold it in we can't be weak you know but speak up and just um there is hope in your story there is a light at the end of the tunnel you know just keep going on and keep pushing and i want to thank my guests you know for coming on and being brave not a lot of people will come on and talk about, you know, being a former sexual abuser, but I want to thank you for coming on and just being open and honest. He did, like before this, y'all, I did run the questions by him and he was like, no, answer like that, you know? So, um, but this was hard for me. I'm not going to lie. This was definitely hard to have this conversation. It was easier when I was a recorder and I was asking them questions, but this is actually hard. But um, I hope somebody listened to the episode and, you know, understand you know get some type of healing you know and remember that you know we um are not judges you know god is the ultimate judge you know um he has the power to forgive whoever he wants to you know we don't we can't we can't be you know be god and stuff we could be like him and stuff like that but you know he is the ultimate judge and i said that to you know i said that to him on the phone like you know i'm not here to judge i just want to have a conversation amen Hey, um, I also want you know for your listeners, man. They, again, the, the program is called it's called the Tap Program. It's mental health yeah. service at twelve forty one yeah. Vine Street. Yes. So, you know, if anybody need you know wants to talk to someone, these people are awesome, man. They, I'm yeah. telling you, they help me out big time. So it's twelve forty one Vine Street. It's called the, the Tap Program. Yeah. So everybody, take that information down. I also want to throw another number out there besides the suicide prevention lifeline. Rain has a national sexual assault hotline. That's 1 800 656 4673. You know, this information that we're giving y'all, you know, for sexual abuse survivors or former abusers, take this information and, you know, like he did, he did the work, you know, um, just do the work and just keep God in your life first. You know, remember, you know, the world may not forgive you, but God is the ultimate person that that forgives you that's the only forgiveness that you should really look for Amen. and i want to thank you for coming on my brother thank you You're welcome thank you for, for inviting me appreciate it All right.